Recording. Welcome back, everybody. This is the No Notes Podcast. H Double here with Maddie B. And this is episode I forgot. So I'm looking at my YouTube of our channel because I don't remember what episode it is. I think it's 63, but I'm not sure on that. Let me just confirm that real quick. Sorry, I was not prepared. Oh, this is episode 64, actually. So welcome to episode 64 of No Notes Podcast, aka the second part of our draft recap. Uh, last episode we had was part one. We went over our favorite teams and the drafts they had. It was like 80% me with the Ravens, 20% Matt with the Pats. <laughs> uh, if you want to listen to me rant about, not rant, I was pretty happy with you want to listen to me deeply explain the Ravens draft. If you're interested in that, go check out the last episode. We also talked about the QBs in the draft, you know, Matt Corral, Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, uh, Desmond Ritter, what was up with that, why they fell so far, blah, 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 what we, how we think they will do with their current situation. So make sure to go check that out. But this will be part two. We're going to go over our three winners and losers of the draft. And then I got a little special segment for after for the last part of this. And then after this, we'll pretty much be done with the NFL. Um, we're going to briefly talk about the NBA. It's been – last NBA episode was the start of the playoffs, and we're already almost to the conference finals. So we got a lot we need to talk about there, so that'll be next episode. Um, but we're going to finish up the NFL draft here, and I got another special surprise segment for Matt that I think should be a lot of fun. But first, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it out of Bill Simmons' page, the surprise. So – Bill Simmons podcast. I listen to that a lot. I think Matt does too. So it's something similar to what he does, just, just as a little preview. Anyways, three winners and losers of the NFL draft. It's been two weeks now since the draft, so a little outdated. But Matt, I want you to go ahead off the top of your head. Give me the first winner that comes to mind. Um, we can't say Ravens uh, because we already talked about them. So someone that's not the Ravens or the Patriots. Not that the Patriots would be a winner, but – they probably a loser, but anyways, go ahead. Give me your first team that's a winner. I'm gonna say the Jets. The Jets, I like that. Go. Why so? All right. Well, I think they upgraded a lot on the offensive side of the ball, which I think. Last year, the Jets' defense did keep them in games a lot. I don't know. From my perspective, right? it seemed like the Jets' defense played a lot better than what they usually had. Um, but I think they addressed both sides. I think getting Sauce Gardner yeah. as your cornerback for the future I think is really good. If you can shut down one side of the field, that's super good. And I kind of do like how he's a little – I wouldn't say he's arrogant or cocky. I'd say he's really confident in himself. But I think at that position, you have to be confident in yourself. And he's in New York. So I actually really like that for him. I think that's like a, like a really good spot for him. Um, and then when it comes to the offensive side, I like how they use their pick to get, um, I believe it was Wilson, Garrett Wilson from Ohio State, the yeah, wide receiver. They right? did. Um, I thought that was good. And then I believe they traded back into the first round to get someone else, Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine Johnson, right? yeah. Really good, which really good a, steal. Big steal. Which is receiver, right? Mm-hmm. Or was he like Edge rusher. He was considered a top-two talent rusher. by most of the boards. I won the Ravens to take him um, at 14, and then when we traded back, I was like, maybe we'll get him here, but I don't mind Linderbaum. Anyways, yeah, so big steal there. 
Yeah, sorry. So Jermaine Johnson, yeah. So, I mean, you upgraded a, a part of your team that was already really good in defense. Then you add a wide receiver. I think that will complement um, not A.J. Brown because uh, he went to the Eagles. Um, Corey Davis. Um, Elijah Moore. I think he'll complement Corey Davis and Elijah Moore. Mm-hmm. And I think that gives – it's a lot, um, Zach Wilson, more options. And um, they also did draft a running back as well. Um, mm-hmm. I forget who it was. Uh, Brees Hall uh, from Brees Iowa Hall, State. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, from Iowa, from Iowa State. Yeah, and I like how you can catch out of the backfield. Um, and so I really think, to me, it seemed like they, they didn't even give up too much to go back into the first round. Um, so to me, I feel like getting – two top 10 talents. I mean, maybe almost three because Wilson's a really good receiver for your like three draft picks in the first round. I think is really good. And then I think getting a really good running back, I believe they got him in the second round. Really? Yeah. They traded up to correct? get him in or the second, third. Uh, second. They traded yeah, up to second get him. round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, he was a Heisman candidate last year until, you know, Iowa State didn't do as well as what they thought. But I mean, Getting all that for me, I think to me it seems like it's an A in my books. I think they're a winner. Yeah, so we'll do this kind of collaborative. We're not going to do three separate winners and losers. We'll do this kind of in a collaborate. I totally agree with the Jets. They were one of my three winners. Sauce Gardner at four, I think, is a great pick. Same, Um, yeah. I I don't know about Stingley. I thought the Texans took the wrong cornerback. Uh, That's just me, though. I think Sauce is the best. I know Stingley has the potential. He's just really struggled the last two years. I, I still think he's first-round talent, but going that high, I don't know about that. And Jermaine Johnson was a huge steal, in my opinion. Good move by them to trade up. I've heard that he was a top-eight prospect on their board. So when they saw him falling and falling and falling, they went, we got we got to get this guy. And they were try, trying desperately trying to trade up, blah, blah, blah. And finally, they found a team. I forgot who they traded with, but they got him at 26. So great pick there. Garrett Wilson. Uh, I still think he's a really good receiver. I know the top kind of five, you know, six receivers, which went off the board like super fast, by the way. Um, I know that he's in that echelon, you know, that tier. I personally don't think he's one of the better ones. I think he's at the bottom half. Like I even think Olave is a little better, his Iowa State buddy. Um, but you mean his I Ohio don't, State buddy? Yeah. Um, well, they're both receivers at Ohio State, right? Olave and Wilson. Yeah, I think yeah. you said Iowa State by accident. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Yeah, ball. Ohio State. Sorry. Um, okay. I've, like I said, I'm not as high maybe. I, I thought they should have honestly taken Jameson Williams, if I'm being honest. Like, get the, the best guy. You know, it's 2022. ACL surgeries are not as bad as they used to be. I, you can If he's not even healthy first half of the year, that's okay. You're probably not going to make the playoffs. You know, really build for the future. But – I mean, I still like Garrett Wilson, so I just wish Did it would take, take Jameson Williams, personally. Oh, I think, to me, like, if there was something to knock on a draft, I, I think I would have taken Jameson Williamson or Williams over, yeah. over him. But here's the thing, though. I think they want people to stay on the field then because right. they do have a history of injury like on the Jets like I know a lot of the receivers do get injured on the Jets so to me I feel like sometimes it's good to not 
take the, the best player for the risk, but mm-hmm. take the safe player. Because, you know, as basketball says, right, the best um, ability is availability. That is true. I mean, you, that is a good point. I don't know. I I, I understand that. Um, I think Olave would have been the safest then personally, but I mean, they, they like to get Wilson that much that, you know, they like him. I just think Jason Williams will be the best um, personally, but also like the Brees Hall pick, you know, compare really well with Michael Carter. That's going to be a, a great pass catching backfield for Zach Wilson, who I'm, I'm pretty high on up, upcoming this season. If he's really can be that guy, um, I think this is a, a good year to really take that leap. I like his talent. So Jeremy Rucker, good tight end too. Really good tight end from Ohio State as well. So third round. What are you saying, Matt? This is sort of like how it was. Um, so Zach broke out his sophomore year, right, doing 14 for 14. Um, or his freshman year, 14 for 14, whatever, right? You know, did that stuff. Yeah. Then his junior year, like, he, he got better, but it wasn't anything great, and it broke out the senior year. I think yeah. it's exactly like this for his NFL thing. Yeah. Junior year, you like, it's like his junior year is his rookie year. He saw flashes of, oh, he can be good. Yeah. And then I think this year is his leap, especially with all the weapons that they gave him. And like you said, I think that tight end pick, Rucker. From, yeah. I believe he's from Ohio State too. Yeah, he is. I think that was a great pick for them. Yeah, I think great that pick. honestly was a steal for them. Considered the best tight end in the draft in terms of all around uh, a bit, you know, all around game. So all around talent. Yeah. Uh, if anyone knows Zach Wilson better, it's it's Matt being, you know, big BYU fan. Because I, I remember his junior year as the year you came back and you were really hyped about BYU. And uh, I remember like the game against Utah, the first game, like Zach Wilson didn't play good at all. And I was, I kind of kept up with him. I was like, this guy's not that good. Like he was literally like 14 touchdowns, 13 picks. It was like right around, average, you know, it's like, this guy's not that good. And then I remember when he was, you guys had that crazy run, you know, um, and I looked at his stats and it was like 20 something to three interceptions. I was like, holy crap, where did this come from? You know, I didn't know obviously the talent that you probably knew about, but yeah, he really put it together. Yeah. Jets a winner. I'm excited for the Jets. Uh, they're in a pretty tough division still. Bills are probably the powerhouse. Pats are never going to be easy. Dolphins got weapons. Uh, but I, I think they can make a, a name for themselves, you know, not be a pushover this year. So really like their draft. All right. I will pick the next team. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of good ones. I think I'm going to go with. Man, this is tough. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of drafts I like. Um, man, this is tough. I think I'm gonna go with, unfortunately, the Chiefs with my second one. Uh, tempted to say Lions. Tempted to say Eagles. Tempted to say, I, I, who else was it? I can't remember. Whatever. Can't think of them. But tempted to say some other teams. But I'm gonna go Chiefs. Um. Even though I'm a Chiefs hater, I'll admit it. I, I got to give them props. They had yeah, a great draft. Charles, so. What'd you say? I said Chiefs are on my list too. Oh, so okay. Yes. That Sorry, that was a super big, so far. super big lag spike there. Uh, anyways. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. You're good. Trip McDuffie, really good cornerback. Um, like, you know, and Carl Loftus from Purdue, good 
defensive end, real physical guy. Another guy I was eyeing for the Ravens to draft, you know. Um, Sky Moore, great pick. Uh, and, you know, Leo Chanel, another great pick at the end of the th- – or end of the third, yeah, who was a steal. In my opinion, I don't know how he was so low, you know, from Wisconsin, the uh, inside linebacker. And, you know, and a guy, another good guard, you know, in this fifth round from Kentucky, I've heard good things about him. I just – they had a they addressed all their needs in really big ways, I feel like. And the draft capital they got from the Tyreek Hill really helped them out, I will be honest. Really loaded up on defense. You know, that's to be expected because the AFC West is ridiculously stacked with offense, especially. So they really wanted to get defensive pieces to help, you know, get, you know, make it life harder for these guys. You know, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, Justin Herbert. Chiefs get an A. They nailed, they got not only good players, but they got players they needed. As simple as that, and that's what the draft is really about. So I thought the Chiefs did a great job. It made me mad when they kept making good pick after good pick. I was like, especially the Sky Moore pick in the second round. I was like, the Patriots, what are you doing? You trade up with the Chiefs, and you got this Baylor guy. You know, he's super fast, but not nearly as talented as like Sky Moore, who the Chiefs ended up getting with the Patriots pick. You know, that they trade with. I don't know. It was it was frustrating, but Chiefs, man, they get an A for me. They really do. What are your thoughts? Yeah, they get an A. I think for us, we got good value trading back with them. I think that was good. Um, I meant your I second round trade. Value from them. When you trade, oh no, get the I know. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like I, I know, I know. I'm just um, saying. I'm saying as the Chiefs in general. I think for them, they got good value because they moved up in the first round. Yeah. Okay. And I see got a, 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 a position of need. So it's good for both of us. And then I think Sky Moore was going to be there at their pick. And so they decided to say, what the heck? Let's go back to three positions and get an extra pick, mm-hmm. which I believe they used that pick on someone else who we like. I forget who. I, I don't have all the picks in my head. Um, but I think Sky Moore does fit that system that Mahomes has. And he makes all the receivers good. Um, mm-hmm. So to me, I feel like the Chiefs addressed their needs but did it in a very strategic way that benefited them in the long run. And I believe that the Dolphins trade of Tyreek Hill did help them out a lot. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's hard to not give them an A, a um, as much as we may not like the Chiefs. They did a good job. Yeah. I mean, I, nothing else I can say. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you got? Uh, what's your last team? My last team is in the AFC North, and it's the Bengals. The Bengals, okay. Yeah. The reason why I said the Bengals, I don't know the, the names of everyone, but what I like is they draft the pieces of need. They did draft a couple more, um, like, offensive people, um, but what they did is they really drafted offensive linemen and to me, that's super important, especially whenever it comes to Joey B. Um, in the Super Bowl, we kind of saw that first half, their offensive line played great, but you have to play two halves of football. And at some point, when you have like Aaron Donald, Von Miller, uh, I believe Randy Gregory was also on that. Team, no. Or um, Dallas. Yeah, he's the Dallas. Leonard Floyd, right? On the Rams. I believe. Yeah. Who was the third? Who was, yeah, Leonard Floyd. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. We have those guys coming down the pipe every single play. 
and that line was already kind of suspect anyways. I mean, in the first half, Joe Burrow got sacked once. In the second half, I believe it was seven times, I believe is what it was. Yeah. Um, and so to me, I think everyone knows that's the position of need. And so their offense is totally fine. Like that Jamar Chase pick was great. They have weapons. And now if you can bring in the offensive linemen, that gives Joe Burrow just that extra second or two. That can really make a difference between needing that second half to win that Super Bowl. Was get about three or four more first. They actually did, and then they would have won the game. So six, but they didn't need. And I mean, they were right there for the Super Bowl. So to me, that feels like a winner type draft to me. You yeah. saw what you did wrong. You're trying to improve. You didn't do anything like. Oh my gosh, we got to blow up our system, right? They just said, okay, we need to work on this. Here's what we're going to do. And they went for it. Well, the Bengals also, you know, they needed, you know, secondary help. They drafted three safeties in this draft, too. Yeah. They drafted, and, and their and first me, two picks were safeties, and then they drafted another one in the fifth round, which they can yeah, move to corner, obviously. Yeah, they can move to corner, mm-hmm. you know, but a lot of secondary help. And yeah, and that, I was. What they're looking for whenever it was the secondary, like the safety and cornerback. They're not mm-hmm. thinking about their division. They're thinking about the whole conference. When you have to go up against maybe one or two AFC West teams, plus maybe, you know, a team like the Bills, they yeah. all have really good receivers. So you need someone that can help you out in the back. And so I think for them, they did a need of, okay, we need linemen, but also what do we need for the conference? And to me, I think that was a really good strategy. Okay, there's our, our no notes, three winners. Now, on to the three losers. Kind of having trouble with this. It's uh, it's pretty you can tough. Just to... name, you can just name the Patriots as one of them and move on to our next two. You know who I think I'm going to go with? Who? I think I'm going to go with... Um, uh, I got to say it. I got to say it. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Got to say it. Um, like I said, I, I don't think really anyone, you know, because like Patriots, I said this last episode, I made this point. I would give their draft like a C, honestly. Yeah. Um, but like, because I think like no one, because this draft has so much depth. I don't think anyone had like an F draft. But compared to the other teams, I just thought the Patriots were like bottom three, you know, and I give them enough just based off that. But like overall, I give them like a C. And so the Cowboys are like the same way. I, I don't think it was necessarily a bad draft, but when you compare it to the other teams and the players, I didn't think it was, I thought it was pretty bad, honestly, you know, mm-hmm. they could have had, it's, it seemed like it was set in stone who they wanted, honestly, like Tyler Smith was who they're going to draft in round one, who, by the way, I've heard he's a powerhouse, lots of talent, but also the most penalized, player in college football. Um, mm-hmm. I'll give you one guess. Who was the most penalized team in the NFL this past year, Matt? Cowboys. They were. The Cowboys are the number one most penalized team. So they <laughs> essentially strengthened their strength or weakened their weakness. <laughs> um, of course, you know, he can get better. But, hey, let's let's draft the most penalized player with our most penalized team. It's a good fit. Um you know, I, I like Janet Tolbert. You know, that's a solid pick, third round. I mean, the rest of that's just meh, you know. 
Uh, they took a guy in the second round who I heard has off the field issues, red flags, classic Cowboys second round pick, um, you know, and classic just Cowboys pick in general. What was it? Randy Gregory slipped to the second round because he had off the field issues back when he got drafted. Yeah. Uh, Lyle Collins was like undrafted basically because of his off the field issues. Cowboys scooped him up. He was a pro bowler. Obviously he just left, but you know, um, that's a typical Cowboys pick either, you know, Same with Randy Gregory. Yeah. Randy Gregory. So they either flourish or they, uh, they don't. And a lot of time, like what was another Cowboys player from last year is in like an incident right now. I heard some shooting. He was like a, okay. he was a part of that. So typical Cowboys, Jerry Jones full of himself. Um, it's the reason why they haven't won a Super Bowl since 90, whatever reason why they have the worst playoff record besides the lions since 90, whatever, because he's full of himself and he thinks he needs to make all the decisions. Sorry, Cowboys fans. You know, it's true. Not a great draft. Could have had Jermaine Johnson, you know, um, a lot of good players in the second uh, round two they could have had. Cowboys are a loser. <laughs> not not a great draft in my opinion at all. More. Not not a great draft. Still not bad though by any means. Not an F, but compared to the rest of the teams, yeah, not not great. Yeah, um, for me, my loser is probably the Packers. Really? Because, yeah. Oh. Okay. You you go. You well, go. Because yeah. Because which wide receiver did they draft? I forget. Christian Watson. I actually really like that pick personally. That's just me though. Second round though. Uh, early second, yes. See, to me, the only reason why I say they're losers is because I wish they would have doubled down and done another wide receiver in the first round, got one in the second, and then done whatever. They actually drafted Romeo Dobbs from Nevada in the fourth round, who I actually didn't think was a bad pick either. 6'2", pretty big. I don't I don't think he's bad, but, like, here's the thing. They've never used a first-round pick for Aaron Rodgers. And granted, that includes Devontae Adams, right? And obviously, he turned out really well. But to, how many times are you going to be lucky enough to draft someone like Devontae Adams in the to later be rounds, fair, right? To be fair, um, I, I, I don't know this for sure. I know the Packers were obviously sniffing around. I think they wanted to trade up, but you got to remember pretty much all of the first round receivers were gone by their actual pick at 22. They were all gone. You know, it was like, I think five of them already went six of them and they weren't able to make a deal. I mean, of course they could have maybe been more aggressive in trading up. I heard yeah. they tried to, but you can't necessarily blame them for that. And I actually think Christian Watson is a really good pick. I think he could be really good. Super big, oh, super fast, super I talented. Think he's good too. So I actually mm -hmm. think the Packers had a more of a, actually better than worse draft in my opinion. I think they're in the top half. That's just me though. Uh, good to do good defensive players, both from Georgia, <laughs> of course. Yeah, I don't know. To me, that's just my opinion. I, I just yeah. would have liked them to be a little bit more aggressive. You know, I mean, you already let Adams go. Yeah. Like, I don't know because you've already like to me they've already put the chips all in on the table for Aaron Rodgers. So you might as well put yeah. in, like, what's the point of holding back one or two chips if all of them are already in the middle of the table? Just put the – th I, I only think say, the reason why – Let's yeah. do it, you know, whatever. The only reason why I can't get on board with your argument personally is mm -hmm. just I think that high of Christian Watson. Like, I think he could be just as good as any of those guys in the first round. Um, mm -hmm. Now, of course, I haven't watched as much film – um of him and of you know all the receivers for granted but i i've done you know research and i see a, a, a huge podcast i listen to 
you know, Chris Sims, he's like the quarterback God, it seems like uh, he, he does draft rankings. I listen to like all of them. That gave me a good feel for like the player. And he mm-hmm. had Christian Watson as the second best receiver behind Jameson Williams ahead of Olave, Drake London, mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson, um, Jalen Burks, whatever. North Dakota Watson? State. Oh yeah. He's the Jackrabbit dude. Yeah. Yeah. He had some good, I mean, he has good footwork, good hands. So, I mean, I it's just because like he's 6'4 he's and he ran like a 4'3 something, he's extremely fast and explosive. Yeah. So, I actually, like I said, that's why I think they actually had a good draft personally. You know, I, I, he, I don't know. I mean, he might not be as good as he's got those guys, obviously, but I think for where they got him, I think he's just could be just as good personally. Maybe, so. it, maybe it's not the three worst. It's just, I wish it would have been a little bit better, more aggressive, but. Right. And I, I do think their fourth round one was they got big receivers. Well, they actually drafted a seventh round one too, who's six three. So they got like all big receivers, tall receivers. They drafted um Samari Torre from Nebraska, six three, one ninety, a little skinny, but six three. So yeah. But okay, so that's who you say. Um for the last team, I think I'm gonna go with the uh it's hard. I want to say the – I'm going to say the – Falcons. I'm going to say Falcons. <sighs> Only reason why – the biggest reason why – I think they took the wrong quarterback when they could have had – either Malik Willis or Matt Corral, and I think that is a huge mistake. Desmond can win. I, I'm not taking that away, you know. He kind of reminds me of Jimmy G in a lot of ways. You know, he, he's a guy who knows how to win. He has one, but really isn't that talented, and I don't. it's not a franchise quarterback in my opinion. I don't know, obviously. Um, I know he's a great high-character guy. You know, he reminds me a lot of Jimmy G in that way because, like, you know, Jimmy G obviously is a winner, but – you've seen the dumb plays he makes and he's, he's really not a franchise quarterback when it comes down to it. Um, in my opinion, I, that's one of the biggest reasons why, and, and Drake London, I do like that pick, but again, I just think Jason Williams was the best one. Of course, Drake London's size, you, and, you know, match that with Kyle Pitts. That is really appealing. So it's not like it was a bad pick. I just think Jason Williams still is the best. That's who I would have picked even with the injury. I know that's me. And, and the rest of the picks are just whatever they did get your BYU running back. So I know you probably like that, but. I just don't like the Desmond Ritter pick at all, personally. I, I'm Malik Willis or Matt Corral. Would have been, here. Yeah, Matt uh, Corral or Malik Willis, I think, would have been a lot better, personally. I'm not that high on Desmond Ritter. Just doesn't have good footwork, you know. Um, not as big of an arm, not as obviously as um, explosive as an athlete. Just a lot of mechanical issues, uh, which, of course, he could fix. But, with, with you know, where they picked him ahead of any of the other quarterbacks they could have gotten, I just don't like the pick, personally. That's why I make them a loser. I think Malik Willis or Matt Corral would have been a lot All right. better. I can. That's just me, though. That's me. I can get behind you in that one. I'm you in that one. Um, to me, I think you're a little bit more harsh than I think maybe what I would do. I don't think Matt Corral would have fit in that system. I actually I do. That... Isn't he great at RPO? Me... And Falcons love running like RPO stuff. I mean, he is going to RPO. To me, I think the best fit would have been Malik Willis. Like, if they're saying best fit. Atlanta, Atlanta kid. In, 
<laughs> and they brought in Mariota for those RPOs and stuff. That's true. To me, I just think that um, Crowd, he wants to gun it. Rather, I mean, he likes RPO, but he's more of an air raid quarterback. Like, yeah. when you really look down at it, he's more air raid than RPO. Whereas I can, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. It's more of an RPO than air raid. And, and Willis has a great um, arm, too, obviously. He can gun it down yeah, to, like, you know, Drake exactly. London. Yeah, and he's mobile, just like Mariota. Like, Mariota's a pretty mobile quarterback. I think we all can agree with that. Um, so, to me, I like Willis. And here's the thing, too. Because Willis isn't proven yet, like, that is true. Has, you know what I'm saying? He can sit behind Mariota and learn. Whereas Ritter is probably like, I've been here, I've done this four years. Yeah, I'm a starting caliber quarterback, whatever, and I have to wait. So to me, I really like you said, I don't really like the fit. I think he's a good quarterback. I just don't think he's a fan. So I can agree with you with that. Just for me, like I understand what they're trying to do, and Ritter has some of those qualities. But I think you know, given time, Malik Wilson just has the higher ceiling. Obviously, of course, he's not as proven, not as much of a winner, but better runner, stronger arm. You know, maybe not as good of decision making as Desmond Ritter, but you know, like I, I don't think that's you know that'll come with time. Like from Malik Willis, like I, I think he has the ability to learn because um, you know he has a great arm and just great you know great legs to run. So that's just me. That's that's why I consider them a loser. Out of all, they could have had all the picks. Any of the quarterbacks they wanted that wasn't Kenny Pickett. Um, they picked Desmond Ritter, and I was tempted to put Steelers, but I really like their wide receiver picks. I'll be honest, even though I don't like the picket pick at all, I think it should have been Malik Willis. Um, because I mean he could have sat behind Trubisky, you know, because Kenny Pickett coming right now. I he's just like Mac Jones light, you know. Just that's just my opinion. But I like the receivers, Calvin Austin, George Pickens. That's why I didn't put me, Willis a loser. I like the Kenny Pickett. I like the Kenny Pickett pick for the Steelers. I think he fits that organization. Um, but yeah, the George Pickens memes are so funny about him being like bred for AFC North, but it's true though. Hmm. I mean, honestly, if besides like all the other stuff, he has the uh, makings of like a star. So that's why I like that pick, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Same. those are our three drafts and winners and losers. Excited for the season. The schedules actually just got announced today, the full schedule and the Ravens play the Patriots and the Buccaneers. So I already know you and I are going to be probably betting on that or, something um just because that, that'll be fun can't wait for the ravens to smash the patriots <laughs> um, i don't know we'll see but that that'll be cool so i'm, I'm super excited for obviously the nfl season but this is the last thing we're gonna do we got about eight minutes left uh so like i said this is a little surprise uh topic it's a bill simmons special and what they kind of do so obviously your favorite i'm assuming your favorite football player of all time tom brady uh, yesterday, he it was announced he's signing mm-hmm. a mega, was it three hundred seventy-five million ten-year contract with Fox to be a NFL analyst. Um, just real quick before we get mm-hmm. into the segment, what are your thoughts on Brady as a commentator? Are you worried about it? You think he'll be good? What do you What do you think? I think he'll be good. I think he'll be like Tony Romo and Drew Brees, just because he knows so much. And to me, I think whenever you go into that role. The, the value of them are those stories. So to me, it's okay, like 
when Tom Brady sees, you know, someone in double coverage or single coverage, right? Yeah. On either the field or like a 4-3 nickel package, right? You can say, oh, so whenever I was in New England playing this team during this time, here's what Bill said or here's what I was thinking, right? Those are stories that are worth probably way more being paid and people want to tune into that network. So to me, like to me, I would love to hear Tom Brady commentate and do that stuff. So to me, I would probably watch more Fox now than <laughs> I what I used to. So to me, that's I what they want to do. They, just you like know, they... how, like with the, well, just like with the Manning cast on Monday Night Football, it's a terrible game. Like even if it's let's say like the freaking Jags with Lions, I will watch it because the Mannings are doing something with it. I, that's why I, I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast. They were talking about it. that's what they were thinking. Like Tom Brady would do something like Peyton Manning, where he doesn't have to fly every Sunday and stuff, you know, when he's done playing. But I guess Tom Brady's committed. And I mean, it's funny they gave Fox game that contract, which is more than Aikman and Joe Buck combined, who they let go, you know. And then they <laughs> got Tom Brady. That's just funny. I, I'm, I'm more curious. Than Tom Brady has in his NFL career. I know. I, I'm just curious if. Is Tom Brady going to be harsh enough when guys are sucking, you know? Like, I think that's uh, when it's, like, the best when commentators get, like, say, oh, man, the quarterback, man, that was a terrible decision, terrible throw. You know, is he going to do that? Uh, we'll see. Um, I think that's, like, when it's, you know, like, I, I enjoy that when, when the announcers rip rip players and coaches when they make bad. Not, like, completely rip, but, like, you know, they're, like, that was stupid. Like, they're not mm-hmm. afraid to be, like, well, that was, that was dumb. So, Anyways, so for the last, like, five minutes, you and I are going to do – we're going to do an announcer draft, a three-round draft. Um, we're going to do – I think we're going to stick to the NFL. I was wondering if we should throw an NBA, but basically all the NFL announcers, color commentary, uh, play-by-play, you know, everyone, we're going to take turns drafting based on who we like the most, and we're going to assemble our announcer team. A Bill Simmons special. He does stuff like this all the time. And since it's my idea, I will let you have the first pick. Yeah. So you can have the first pick of any of the comp. I, I wouldn't count the Mannings because that's not really, you know, that, that's not booth work. So any of, uh, I, I would say booth guys that's only. Rough. You, unless you think you, unless you okay. think you should do Mannings. First I pick. Mean, what they do is basically what a booth guy would do just from home. <laughs> They're just dog at home. <laughs> it's okay. We we all count them. Okay. My first pick, I'll go Tony Romo. Tony Romo. First pick. Mm-hmm. Not a surprise. I really love I really love him. Okay. I I, I, I would have been my pick like too. AFC championship game. Yeah. Like New England and Casey. That would have been my first pick, too. So I'm going to resort to my second pick, uh, who I thought got really good this year because I think he did what Tom, I probably Tom Brady does. He just kind of ripped into players and coaches when they made mistakes. Go with another Dallas Cowboys quarterback, Troy Aikman. I really like Troy Aikman personally. He would yeah. find number two pick. I like Troy Aikman. So I'm, I'm picking so, him yeah. at two. Okay. Uh, I'll let you, we're not going to yeah. do Snake. I'll let you have third. Okay. Okay. Um, third, I will go. Um, it's tough. Three. What's his What's his name? Oh, is it Gus Edwards? 
Gus Edwards? That's the Baltimore running back. Unless there's someone named Gus Edwards. That's the commentator that I don't know about. What what uh what's he on? What network? Who's the who's like the African American commentator? Like like that super hype commentary about like the Jacksonville Jaguars guy, you know? I know. Oh, oh, Gus Johnson. Gus Johnson. Gus Johnson. Yeah, Gus Johnson. College basketball I just legend. How hype he gets. And College like, basketball legend. Voice. Yeah. 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 Yep. yep. Wow. Good pick. Oh man, you're leaving this uh, nice and easy for me. I'm gonna take, in my opinion, the voice of. Uh, Football, like, especially when it comes to just, you know, being the play-by-play -play guy. Give me Al Michaels, baby. Give me Al Michaels. That, Ooh, I'm, ha I'm happy Al with my, I'm, I'm happy with my team. One. Yeah, I'm happy with my team. All right, who's your last pick? It's like the wild-card pick. You kind of got your color commentary guy and you got your play-by-play. -play. So now this is kind of like a wild-card pick, you know? Who's, who's Matt going yeah. with? Yeah, for me... I'm actually going to go with Chris Collinsworth. Ah, man, I, I like Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> Him and Al Michaels are great. He's honestly, really I love good. Sunday because Night. Because you picked – Yeah. Because you picked Al Michaels, I decided to pick him. So – because I need to play by play. So I'll do him, Chris Collinsworth. So I have – Well, you got Tony, Tony Romo, Romo, but yeah. Johnson, Johnson. Well, I mean, he does play by play, but he can do color too. But I like right. Chris Collinsworth in there. If we could do okay. three, those are my three. Man. I can't have two play-by-play -play guys. I feel like I have to have two color commentary because I'd be really tempted to pick Joe Buck. I really like Joe Buck personally. I do too. I like Joe Buck. Too. I don't know why yeah. everyone hates him. I actually think he's really – I like watching him with Troy Aikman. I'm going to go with Wild Card. I thought he did great for Fox. I'm going to go with Greg Olson. I thought he did really good with Fox. I'm not going to lie. He's I don't good. know if you – I like him. He's yeah. Good. You know, I give your draft a W. I think we, you and I have pretty good announcing teams, I'll be honest. I think they're both pretty good. Yeah, I would listen. I would watch. I'd watch it out. Like, imagine it's a Tony Romo, Chris Collinsworth, and Gus Johnson, and mine, you know, Al Michaels, Troy Aikman, Greg Olson all together. Like, that'd be crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so I just want to switch it up, have a little fun. I guess you know, be fun. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know, this is for shout out to Tom Brady for signing that deal. This This segment was dedicated to you for doing that. But we got less than a minute left, so we are going to wrap this episode up. Episode 64, No Notes. Talked about our part two of the draft and had a little announcer draft, you know, commentator of the NFLs. Maybe we'll do NBA next, you know, because NBA playoffs will be next on the schedule. We should have an episode up this Monday. We didn't last week because of Mother's Day. I was super busy. No time. But, yeah, go Suns, go Bucks. Um, we'll see. When we talk to you guys, it'll probably maybe be conference finals time. So, yeah. Hope you guys have a good weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. Peace.